We desire to follow Jesus, but often it is following him on our own terms. We try to follow Jesus without denying ourselves. We compartmentalize areas of our lives we don't want Jesus to have access to. We try to negotiate the terms of the deal. I'll follow Jesus, but I'm not going to sell my possessions. Or, don't ask me to forgive the people who hurt me. They deserve me holding a grudge against them. Or, don't ask me to save sex for marriage. I can't help my desires. In the gospel lesson for this Sunday, a rich young ruler comes to Jesus desiring to follow him. He wanted to follow Jesus, but he also wanted his money. He wished to compartmentalize, attempting to follow Jesus on his own terms. He chose his idols over Jesus, his heart's desire over God's desire. Luke recounts the events. Jesus said to the rich young ruler, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the ruler heard these words, he became very sad because he was very rich. By God's grace, Jesus has entered our lives. He has converted us and called us to faith in him. Our hearts and minds are converted. But so are our wallets and purses, our savings accounts and 401ks. The desire for earthly treasures has weakened. We now desire the spiritual treasures of heaven. In our hymn of the day for this Sunday, we sing in the first person about what our treasures mean to us now after our conversion. Verse 1. What is the world to me with all its vaunted pleasure when you and you alone, Lord Jesus, are my treasure? You only, dearest Lord, my soul's delight shall be. You are my peace, my rest. What is the world to me? Jesus desires that we surrender our idols to him. We repent of our false worship. We put repentance into action and bear the fruits of repentance. That means we reorder our lives. We rearrange our time. We renew our ties. This world with its vaunted pleasure means nothing when the Lord Jesus is our treasure. Verse 2. The world seeks after wealth and all that money offers, yet never is content, though gold should fill its coffers. I have a higher good, content with it I'll be. My Jesus is my wealth. What is the world to me? The world follows wealth. You have been called out of the world. Now Jesus calls you to follow him, even with your money. The inhabitants of this world are never content. They always desire more. The Holy Spirit has made you content. He has given you a higher good. You give of the Lord's blessings by supporting the blessing of the preaching of the gospel. You no longer compartmentalize, but rather offer your whole self to God in worship. You have changed your priorities. And the world notices. The world sees that you value the, world, the word more than money and possessions. Verse 3. The world is like a cloud and like a vapor fleeting, a shadow that declines, swift to, to end its retreating. My Jesus shall remain, though all things fade and flee, my everlasting rock. What is the world to me? We must admit that we work and play so hard, even on vacation, and cannot find rest. Jesus is our Sabbath rest for weary and worn-out souls. Though moth and rust destroy, Jesus is our treasure that endures forever. 
The things of this world fade and flee, but Jesus is the rock of our salvation that remains through eternity. Though everything in this world is so uncertain, Jesus is the only certainty we have. Verse 4. What is the world to me? My Jesus is my treasure, my life, my health, my wealth, my friend, my love, my pleasure, my joy, my crown, my all, my bliss eternally. Once more then I declare, what is the world to me? Through his ascension into heaven, Jesus saves up and stores away a treasury of merits in your place. His goodness, his love, his passion, his suffering, death, and resurrection are your true treasures. Treasures for this life that will last for the life to come. Once more, you can declare, what is the world to me? 